This is Saving Grace, Living in Light of God's Love, a podcast ministry brought to you by Grace School of Theology, a seminary to the world committed to the truth of Scripture and life application through the lens of grace. Hello, I'm Carmen Pate, your host for today's podcast. Have you ever felt God was silent to your prayers or maybe not concerned or engaged in your circumstances? We have God's Word to assure us that God is alive and well. He is sovereign over all of creation and mankind. He does hear the prayers of His children, and He cares about every detail of your life. Our faith in Christ gives us hope for tomorrow and for eternity. But what happens to one's faith when God is silent for 400 years? Well, today, as we continue our Advent series, The Right Time, we will consider Simeon. His example will hopefully teach us how to wait with faith and praise. The Reverend Mark Ray is back with us today to help us learn from Simeon's character. Mark is the Vice President of Community Development here at Grace and also the Executive Director of our Grace Center for Spiritual Development. Mark holds a Master of Biblical Studies from Dallas Theological Seminary and a Master of Divinity from Grace School of Theology. He has served churches as an associate pastor and as a lead pastor and has served as COO of a major evangelistic ministry. Mark, we just welcome you back once again. Love being here. Thank you, Carmen. Well, we are on a roll. We've talked about Mary. We've talked about Joseph. I am excited that we're going to talk about Simeon. You I am don't too. hear a lot about Simeon, do you? We, well, especially in the Christmas story, which is the only place he shows up. Yes, yes. He is one of those characters that's only mentioned in eight verses in the magnificence of the Christmas story, and it's after the birth. So typically, we don't talk a whole lot about Simeon. No. But here's what I would tell you. Simeon is the validator mm. of Christ being the Messiah. He is I the one that, that God uses to validate this is who Jesus is. Now, that's another one for your tombstone. I validate, <laughs> I validate Christ. You. That's right. <laughs> I love that. Yes. Uh, well, Mark, if you will, give us a little bit of historical perspective. Uh, uh, you know, we've got this 400 years of silence following Malachi's prophecy of the coming mm-hmm. Messiah. So how does that relate to what was going on with the nation of Israel during that time? Sure. And Yes. Well, real simply, um, as, as happens when silence occurs for a long period of time, things begin to move toward chaos. Mm-hmm. Um, so the nation of Israel, over 400 years, they haven't heard from God. And when you look at the Old Testament and all of these direct revelations from God over and over, the last of the prophets is done, John the Baptist being the last one who will come. But the prophets are done. God has done has finished speaking. Um, the nation begins to turn away. The nation begins to turn to themselves. The nation is now oppressed. They're under Roman rule. There is difficulty in the land. They have set up their own system of government under Herod, who was really, by extension, a Roman leader. Um, And so they have, for all intents and purposes, the nation as a nation has turned away from God. They have gone much more to the culture of the day. However, there is a small remnant, scholars tell us, there's a small remnant of people that remained faithful, waiting upon the promises that God had made all the way through the Old Testament, back to the Abrahamic covenant, 
the Davidic covenant about a forever king on a forever throne, even into the new covenant about he will write his law on our hearts mm. um, and that we will have the Holy Spirit. There were this remnant who were prayerfully, patiently waiting for God to reveal who this Messiah was, the promised one. Yes. Um, and so they, they, they were in this quiet um, period of silence, but a faithful remnant remaining to hear from God. And we know <clears throat> that Simeon was one of those yes. faithful believers in the remnant. So what do we know about him and his faith from what we've learned in the Scripture? Well, there's a couple of things. Um, scripture start, and this is in Luke chapter 2, um, after the birth, behold, there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon. He was just and devout. So this is, boy, is that reminiscent of Joseph? <laughs> yes. We are again, a, a man who was righteous, who did yes. the right thing, and he was devout. He was... Um, uh, he was in close relationship with God of the universe. Here it is. He was waiting for the consolation of Israel. That can be translated. He was waiting for the comforter mm -hmm. of Israel. Mm -hmm. um, and listen to in, in the, the eight verses that are, that are about Simeon, the Holy Spirit is mentioned three times. So the Holy Spirit was upon him. So this is a man who obviously uh, you didn't see in the Old Testament. The Holy Spirit had selective times that he came upon yes, people yes. because he had not yet been released to Pentecost to be indwelling us. So we see that he was there. Uh, it had been revealed to him in verse 26 by the Holy Spirit. So now he's been given this vision from the Holy Spirit. And when he actually goes to the temple, he's led by the Spirit to go to the temple at just the time mm -hmm. when uh, Mary and Joseph and Jesus are coming into the temple. So here is this devout man who has been waiting patiently for the comforter of Israel, the promised one of God, the uh, in the Hebrew, the Menachem or the Mashiach, the one who would be the comforter to come. Mm -hmm. And you may ask yourself, self, <laughs> where does he have the foundation of this? Right. Well, this goes all the way back to the, to the prophet Isaiah. And I want to just take a moment, if we could. Please do. Mm -hmm. um, I want to read from the prophet Isaiah. This is Isaiah chapter 40. <clears throat> and I want you to hear... Mm -hmm. Uh, what the prophecy about this is that forms the backbone of who Simeon was, because we're going to hear in his song this, this prophetic statement from Isaiah reflected in the song that Simeon sings. So just hear the words of, of, uh, of the prophet Isaiah. Comfort, yes, comfort my people. Isaiah's, uh, uh, Simeon's been waiting for the comforter. The comforter, comforter the, yeah. And so here it is. Yeah. Comfort, yes, comfort my people, says your God. Speak comfort to Jerusalem. Cry out to her that her warfare is ended. Her iniquity is pardoned. She has received from the Lord's hand double for all her sins. Here is the, this statement that the comforter is coming. He's coming from God, uh, that there will be peace in the land, that their sins will be forgiven. Uh, does this sound like what Jesus came to do? I, I believe so. Uh, and now we get the second part of this. The voice of one crying in the wilderness. Mm -hmm. Now we get the reference to John the yes, Baptist. Yes. Prepare the way of the Lord. Make straight in the desert a highway for our God. Each valley shall be exalted. Every mountain and hill brought low. The crooked places be made straight and the rough places made smooth. This is a reference to when a, when a conquering king would come in, come back to town from battle. Mm -hmm. the, the people would go out and they would fill the potholes. They would raise the lower levels of the road. They would reduce the high levels so that he had nothing but a straight path. The conquering king had a straight path coming back in, coming back home. 
it's a beautiful vision of what John the Baptist comes and speaks. Mm -hmm. So we get this wonderful connection there. And then we get this, the glory of the Lord shall be revealed. Mm. Well, who's the glory of the Lord revealed in? Yes. Christ, Christ yeah. the one who is coming. All flesh shall see it, for the mouth of the Lord has spoken. Then we move down to verse 10 in Isaiah 40, and we get this. Behold, the Lord God shall come with a strong hand. His arm shall rule with him. Behold, his reward is with him mm -hmm. and his work before him. Now we get a, a reference all the way to the book of Revelation when Christ will return and bring his reward with him. And we get in verse 31, but those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. So here's Isaiah who speaks this hundreds of years before wow. Christ is going to return. And now we get the backbone of Simeon who is waiting mm. upon the Lord. And the strength of Simeon is shown in that he is one of the small band of people who is waiting for the, the promise of God to bring the consolation, to bring the comfort, to prepare the way for the Lord. He's one of those who has been waiting mm -hmm. for this, and it has developed in him this incredible, patient strength. That's the vision we get of Simeon. Wow. I love that. Isn't that cool? Oh, it, it is cool. And, and his, his, just his confidence yes. in what he believed and what Isaiah had said. He knew it was going to happen. Knew it was going to happen. And, and Mark, we know Christ is coming back. To have that same confidence and that, that persistence with our faith and our watching, watching. Well, and, and you know, New Testament says we should eagerly await that. Yeah. Do you not get that sense oh, of Simeon that he was eagerly awaiting? And oh, and, and here's the reference. Mm -hmm. uh, um, the reference is that the Holy Spirit actually gives him a vision. Mm -hmm. And the vision is he will not see death yes. until he sees the Son of God, until he sees this Messiah, this comforter of Israel. Mm -hmm. He will not see death until he sees that. And he believed that promise and he believed as well. It. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. I think it's important to kind of go back to this idea that then uh, the Holy Spirit visited and came and went and et cetera, and that he doesn't do that today. He want, The moment we believe, he enters us and stays with yes. us. So we have access to this leading of the Holy Spirit as 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 long as we are abiding him, yes. as long as we are not quenching and grieving him, he is leading and teaching and guiding us. So we we have access to those yes. blessings, uh, and we don't have to worry about the Holy Spirit leaving. That's correct. This is why Christ said, "I'm leaving, and it's good that I leave because you're going to get the Comforter. You're going to get yeah. the Paraclete, the Holy Spirit." who indwells us. Now, the beautiful thing about the Holy Spirit is, and similar to Simeon, even though the Holy Spirit came upon him at certain times, we have him indwelling us, mm -hmm. but he also raises, he makes aware, he convicts us, he shows us, he makes us aware of his movement in us as we yield to him. So him making us aware, there's not a whole lot of difference in how he worked mm -hmm. in that he did the same thing with Simeon. Here's where you're going to go. I'm going to lead you there. I'm going to come upon you now. This is that filling of the Spirit. This is the movement of the Spirit in our lives. As we yield to Him, He still directs us, just like He did Simeon. Right. Just like He did. That should really prompt all of us to, to make sure that we are abiding, that yes. we are clinging to Him. Absolutely. We need Him every moment. Mm. And so you, you uh, alluded to the promise that was made to Simeon. 
He waited in confidence in the promise of God, no matter how long the length of the, the wait. Uh, what, do we, what do we need to understand today uh, about God's timing versus our calendars? First thing we need to understand is that we are impatient where God is patient. So <laughs> my, so my impatience comes to the surface very quickly. But what God does, because we have no idea of the events that he is orchestrating, Yes. That there are certain things that he may orchestrate that take time to drop into place for the best to occur. Yes. They take time to orchestrate. God doesn't just snap his fingers. He may have multiple purposes at the same time. It may be to develop patience in us. It may be mm -hmm. to develop confidence in us. It may be as he did with Simeon, I'm going to make you a promise. You're going to stay alive until you see this for yourself. Well, what do we get 2,000 years later? We get the validation of mm -hmm. the word of the Holy Spirit to Simeon. And through Simeon, we get the validation that this is the Christ because he didn't die mm -hmm. until he had seen this. Um, so what do we get from this? We get God working in us, God working his timing through us. More than likely, we can take a, a page from Simeon's book, if you will, mm -hmm. the development of patient confidence in us that God is faithful to his promises. Uh, when we look at his song, Simeon's song, um, this is one of five songs in the birth story. Um, he says, Lord, now you're letting your servant depart. You've been faithful to the promise that I will see your salvation before that occurs. Now, listen to Isaiah being reflected in here. You're letting your servant uh, depart in peace. So here's the peace that was coming. It was prophesied. According to your word, the word that goes all the way back to Isaiah, for my eyes have seen your salvation. My eyes have now seen the one through whom salvation is going to come, the, the Menachem, the Mashiach, the one that's going to bring comfort, which you have prepared before the face of all the peoples. You've done this, and this is, you talk about timing. He's prepared this over time to come at this, at the appointed time, at the this perfect time, time, the perfect time. <laughs> he will be a light to bring revelation to the Gentiles. So this includes all the non-Jews, Yes. but he will also be the glory of your people, Israel. Um, when you look at this and you look at Isaiah in comparison with this, what you see over and over again is this. Let me read it once again, because yes. you're going to hear Simeon say, Lord, this is your work. Lord, you are letting your servant depart in peace. My eyes have seen your salvation which you have prepared before the face of the people, a light to bring revelation to the Gentiles and the glory of your people, Israel. Mm -hmm. Simeon, sitting after 400 years of silence, still gives all the praise and glory to God because he has worked it to this point. And Simeon has the absolute wonderful mm -hmm. privilege of being able to hold Jesus in his oh, hands. Incredible. This is what he's been praying for. Now that's an answer to prayer. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. <laughs> uh, you know, the thing that crosses my mind too, Mark, is that, you know, the Bible is full of God's promises for us today. And we can be confident that he is faithful to every single promise. No doubt. If he said it, it's going to happen, right? Well, and if you look at just a quick overview of the Old Testament, he's been faithful to the nation Israel mm -hmm. through the Abrahamic covenant, through the law 
through the uh, Davidic covenant, through the new covenant, and even into the New Testament through bringing his son at the first advent. Why would we have any reason to believe that the second advent wouldn't happen since he's been faithful yes. down through history, all throughout history, mm-hmm. to, to be faithful, to, to make his promises come true, to keep his promises? Yes. We should have this incredible confidence in our God, yes. the, the fulfiller of promises. A- and excitement and joy. No doubt. Oh, no wow. doubt. Beautiful. Uh, how how can we take the truths that you find in the Song of Simeon and, and truly apply some of those thoughts uh, or ask ourselves questions from, from that as we did with Mary's song? Here's, here's one of the fun things. This has been a doxology. Um, Simeon's song has been a doxology in the church for years, hundreds of hundreds of years. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's called the Nunc Dimittis. In Latin, I probably mispronounced that, but it means now Lord. (laughs) It translates to now Lord. Now Lord. Um, So here's what he says. Lord, now you're letting your servant depart in peace according to your word. Am I one who is following the word? Am I one who knows the word well enough to say, God, you are leading me according to the word. You're leading me in the word. Second, he says, my eyes have seen your salvation. Am I looking for Christ? Am I looking to see my salvation in every single aspect of my life? Am I looking to see Christ in my daily life? Mm-hmm. Simeon certainly was. He, yeah. I mean, every day he was waiting for that promise because he knew he wasn't going to die until he saw it. So am I looking for that salvation? Am I understanding when he says, you have prepared before the face of all the peoples? Am I understanding, is it based on my timing that I want things to happen or is it based on God's timing? Mm-hmm. If it's based on God's timing, it's going to be perfect. Right. If it's based on God's timing, it's going to accomplish multiple things mm. at one time. Yes. If it's based on God's timing, it's going to have eternal ramifications, eternal consequences. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He is a light to bring revelation to the Gentiles. If I'm, if I'm one of the faith, am I looking for the revelation? Am I looking for the light of Christ in my daily life? And finally, the glory of your people, Israel, this is... Am I on God's side? You know, the Abrahamic covenant says, I'm going to bless the people you bless. I'm going to curse the people you curse. Am am I the one that's looking for God's blessing because I'm on God's side? Mm -hmm. Um, Just wonderful questions that come out of, again, Simeon's praise. Mm -hmm. He believed. Yes. He obeyed when the Holy Spirit said go. And he prays. This is exactly the formula we've seen in Mary. It's the formula we've seen in Joseph. We're seeing the formula here in, in Simeon. Maybe the Lord's trying to tell us that the pattern he'd like to see at us as well, right? You think? Be a good pattern to follow. <laughs> it certainly would. Well, how would you suggest we develop our vision to be based on biblical truth so that the skeptics of the world, Mark, don't sway us from what we know is true? Well, uh, again, you can go back to what Simeon did. He knew the scriptures. He yielded to the Spirit. Uh, but because he knew the scriptures, he knew what was coming. Mm. This book tells us. It does. It tells us what's coming. Uh, it tells us how to live a righteous life. It tells us how to be in obedience to the Lord. It tells us how to love one another. Mm-hmm. It tells us how to treat each other in marriage. It tells us how to, it, it, it is the book that gives us the instruction on how to, how to do it right yes. in this life. So the first thing I would say is, as Simeon knew the scriptures, obviously he knew Isaiah. Do we know the scriptures? 
Second, so, so do we believe? Second, are we obeying? Are we actually doing what the scriptures tell us to do? Uh, and then third, very simply, are we praising him? Mm-hmm. The offshoot of that, I mean, I think of Paul in the book of Philippians, who at every turn, he said, rejoice. Mm-hmm. The f- starting place for Paul, even yes. writing that letter from prison was rejoice. rejoice. Are you rejoicing in the Lord? Do I rejoice today mm-hmm. that the coming one has come and he's coming again? Yes. Wow. Very, very good. We really have no excuse uh, again, we have the full revelation. We have the Holy Spirit in us. We have the promise of Christ's return. There's no reason uh, not to to follow the steps of Simeon. We have even more than he had. Yeah, uh, much, much more. Yes, much, much do. more. Well, once again, thank you so much. I, I loved I loved the story of Simeon. This was a really, really helpful, Mark. Thank Good. you. Thank, thank you. you for having me. Well, Simeon had the right vision. He believed God would be true to his promise. He waited patiently and steadfastly on God to fulfill his promise to him. Like those before him, Simeon praised God. Well, those are great lessons for all of us as well. You know, you may have friends and family who really need to hear this series, the Advent series that we've titled The Right Time. We encourage you to share our podcast with them and also remind you that we have free devotionals that are available for you to go along with the series that are perfect for your personal quiet time or even a small group study. All you have to do is download your free devotionals. You can go to gsot.edu forward slash center. That's gsot.edu forward slash center. Again, we're so happy that you chose to join us today. Always remember, the love of Christ can never be earned and can never be lost. You have been listening to Saving Grace, a podcast ministry of Grace School of Theology. For more information, visit gsot.edu slash savinggrace. Views expressed on this podcast may not always be the views of Grace School of Theology or its leadership.